Welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. Today, a very special episode focused on the 2018 United States Women's Disc Golf Championship. We feature interviews with several players from several different divisions, including a short interview with our champion, Paige Pierce. All right, time to talk ladies disc golf. everyone. I am Becca Kephart. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very excited about today's episode. We're featuring several short interviews with players from many of the divisions that were at USW DGC this weekend, including the champion Paige Pierce. They are inspiring and insightful, and I can't wait for you to hear them. But I want to start with something that's heavy on my mind. On Saturday, I was chatting with a couple friends here online as we were watching the scores come in, and we were so excited about Vanessa Van Dyken's 10-under round, and we're so stoked to see Madison Walker slaying in the afternoon round, and somehow Paige Beers was still leading after all of this. And I talked with Madison that day, and you'll get to hear what she had to say here in a bit. And I reached out to Vanessa Van Dyken as well for some text quotes for my Ulti World recap, and I want to read what she had to say in response to how she felt about the courses, because I think it's important. She said, I think there are way too many different course layouts that we are playing, and the short layout at Renegades is not challenging enough for the FPO division. I do understand that there are several other divisions playing as well, so it has to be set up this way. But in the future, I think USWDGC should be played on only one high caliber course, and it should be held at the same venue every year and just the FPO division. And I'll be honest, when I first read that, I was kind of bummed. It certainly dumped some cold water on the good feels momentarily. Because I know the whole tournament staff works so hard on this event. And I know how important this tournament is, particularly to the amateur players. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized I think Vanessa is absolutely right. I think we are asking far too much of USWDGC. We're asking it to be this large gathering of all types of women players and a big prestigious major for our pros. Let me throw this stat at you. In 1999, at the first USDGC, 68 men competed. This weekend, FPO plus the professional age-protected divisions totaled 65 players, and I know of at least four female pros that had a drop last minute, and many more that simply didn't make the trip. Have we reached the point that it's time to start talking about a pro-only USWDGC? Is it time to start the next evolution of this event, something that happens every year at the same place and is prestigious like USDGC? And then we have a separate US Women's for Amateurs. But here's the thing, and I think we can all agree, one of the things that's magical about the current format of US Women's is a chance for everyone to meet and possibly play with the top female pros in our sport. And I think that's key to growing the sport. Christy Moore was on the podcast a few weeks ago, and she proposed the idea of what if there was something like a four-stop women's tour? A short tour that runs on the off weekends of the big two tours. You know, all women's events that are A tiers or above. And I think she's right on the money. Can you picture it? I can. The amateurs play the morning rounds, and then the pros are the main event and play in the afternoons. There's clinics, chances to meet with the pros and get tips. 
a chance to play with women from all over your region, a chance for women who have never competed before to come experience some of the absolute best our sport has to offer. So give me your thoughts. What do you think? I'm sure, well, at least I hope that there are conversations happening about this that I don't even know about. I know there's always money and logistical concerns, but we have to start sometime. And is now the time. So back to USW DGC 2018. This was a wild tournament. It was certainly a bit more difficult to follow without the coverage we've gotten used to this season for the tours, but I know I was constantly refreshing the PDGA live scoring and making all sorts of gasping sounds as I would see different women rise to the top of the leaderboard. But in the end, it was a wire-to-wire win for Paige Pierce with some ties thrown in there. I'm so excited to see her back on the top of the leaderboard, and I'm excited to see her uh, attack Rock Hill again at USDGC. That'll be coming up here in a few weeks. Vanessa Van Dyken and Holly Finley tied for second, just two strokes behind Paige. Holly Finley's been playing some great golf lately, and I was very excited to see Vanessa up there at the top, certainly as well. And Kristen Tatar took fourth. She had a great stretch here in the U.S. Um, and yeah, our, our European players, our international players, they're forced to be reckoned with. And I can't wait for more travel of uh, U.S. pros over to different areas of the world and vice versa. Um, it's really exciting to see that growing. Uh, Katrina Allen and Zoe Andike tied for fifth. There was also a doubles event on Thursday, and I can't wait to watch it. It was my favorite watch last year, and I don't even want to tell you too much about it because it's going to be so fun. But shout out to Michelle and Rebecca Fraser that made it into a playoff for the win. You'll hear from Michelle in, uh, Fraser in the interview section of today's podcast. She has actually a really neat USWDGC history. In the other divisions, Elaine King dominated FP40, winning with a nine under par total. Barrett White won FP 50 by 7 and led after all rounds. Sandy Gast had a great tournament and won FP60. In advanced women, Katie Halgren led all rounds and shot well above her current rating for the win. Shout out to Meg Fitro that you'll hear from here in a minute. She shot well above her rating as well in all rounds in advanced women and took fifth place. In AM40, shout out to Carrie Ricketts. That was on our last podcast episode. She won by 30 strokes. In AM50, Karen Shearer took down the win. In AM60, Patricia Nipro-Mills. I'm so sorry. Me and the names, man. But she won by many, many, many strokes. So congratulations to Patricia. In AM70, Nancy Wright won the division of three. Man, I hope I am playing and competing when I am 70 plus. That is fantastic. Intermediate was a battle, and Valerie Lucas took the win. In rec, Chen Trombley won after leading every round. And shout out to Amanda Thompson, also known as Heiser Cat, that you'll hear an interview with here in a minute. She played above her rating in all four rounds and took 13th. Veronica Burke took first in novice women. And shout out to Sarah Brown that you'll also hear from. She shot above her rating in all but one round and came in sixth. Our junior girls, Lydia Lyons from Illinois, was uh, won the under-15 division, and she's actually from where my husband grew up in normal Illinois, which is awesome, and keep an eye on her. She is another one of our incredibly talented young players. Caitlin Pear with, uh, won the 12-under. She shot well above her rating in all rounds, and our local junior Ava Meyer, that you'll get to hear from in a sec. She was the youngest player at the tournament, and she played above her rating in all rounds and had the win in her division. 
We also have some exciting news from Ladies of the Chains. I posted on Instagram this week, I love working with visual artists. I've gotten to in different capacities over the years. And earlier this season, I commissioned a dear friend of mine from Colorado, her name is Mel, uh, to do something for us in, in her style. So she uh, drew and created this disc fairy that I then sent to Dynamic Discs. They did a great Dymax on some minis for us. So they're they're really adorable. They're really cool. So we've got a whole bunch of Disc Fairy minis. Got some Disc Fairy pins and some new Ladies of the Chains stickers. And I'm going to put these together in a little mini Disc Fairy swag pack. And there's going to be two ways for you to get this. One way is to become a Patreon supporter at any level. That can be for as little as a dollar a month. And the other way is I'm going to be posting here in the very new, near future a listener survey for the end of the season. I'd love to get just as much feedback as we can. So for that, if you just fill out that listener survey, you'll get one of these little swag packs as well, as long as, as supplies last. All right, enough of me talking. Let's get into those interviews. I hope you enjoy getting to hear from these players as much as I did, coming right up after a short break. Looking for the perfect disc golf disc to take your game to the next level? Ladies First Disc Golf makes the disc selection process easy with an inventory of women's friendly discs. Ladies First Disc Golf wants to make sure you are looking and feeling great on the course. Jazz up your disc golf wardrobe with a large selection of apparel items for women disc golfers chosen and designed by women's disc golfers. At Ladies First Disc Golf, the ladies always come first. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com for all of your women's disc golf disc, apparel, and accessory needs. With me now is Meg Fitro. She's a player from Michigan competing in advanced women, and this is your first USWDGC, is that right? That is correct. Awesome. So being that you're from Michigan, you mentioned that you've played these courses before, so can you tell us about the courses y'all are going to be playing on? Yeah, um, the Devil's End or Renegade Trail um, that particular course, I would say, is plays more similarly to like a ball golf course where there's sand traps and OB. Um, there is a really cool, the signature hole, the last hole um, is kind of an elevated basket in a fountain, and that's really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then the river's edge side is definitely more technical, wooded, some tighter tunnel type shots. Um, there is the river alongside of it, but hopefully that doesn't come into play for you. (laughs) (laughs) Is it one of those where it only comes into play if like something has gone terribly wrong? Yeah. If it goes horribly wrong, then you (laughs) might find the river, but for the most part, you shouldn't have to worry about actually going in the river. (laughs) Awesome. So what got you into disc golf? Tell us a little bit about your disc golf journey. I actually was introduced to disc golf first when I was in high school. There was a handful of my friends that we just kind of mob golfed and shared discs, and I maybe went like a handful of times. And then just about two years ago, um, my boyfriend was more into the tournament side, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea that this world of competitive disc golf even existed (laughs) and I just fell in love with it. I love competing and the fact that it's so personal and at your own Mm -hmm. pace and so much you can do with it and there's no limit to what you can learn and how far you can grow and I can do it till I'm old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's great. 
And being that you're in Michigan, obviously you're in a really great place for disc golf, so that helps. <laughs> yes, it does. There's courses all over the place. And in my couple years, I think I've already hit about 60 or so courses. Wow. And yeah. only a handful are out of the state. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And Michigan also has a really great women's disc golf scene. We certainly see a lot of Michigan women signed up for this uh, year's U.S. Women's. Uh, so can you describe a little bit about the women's disc golf scene there and what's going on? There is um, actually a women's club about 45 minutes north of Music Climax Ladies League. And that was the first league that I ever started to play with. Mm-hmm. And that's run actually by Jen Sawyer. Yeah. And it's a really good group of ladies they're very welcoming to new players um they accommodate to every level so it's very open armed feeling and it's not uncomfortable so that was nice to get introduced to that group um but then there's the women's circuit of the tournaments there's the whole women's series that happens and that is really great yeah it really gives ladies a more comfortable setting to start competing and learn the rules and get introduced to the competitive side without the intimidation of the guys. <laughs> right, right. So we're talking on Thursday and competition hasn't started yet. Are you going to be participating in doubles today or check that out at all? Yeah, I am actually headed up right as we speak. Oh, cool. to, um, I'm actually playing with one of my fellow ladies that she's a junior in the ladies league that I was spoke of the climax ladies league. And so she wanted to partner up. And so we are going to go have some fun and awesome. Take down the doubles today. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Is there anything else that you're most looking forward to this weekend? Um, I'm just excited to have the opportunity to mingle around a little bit with some of the pros and people that have been in the game much longer than I have and learn more and just add to my growth and hopefully play well, but I'm just excited to be able to be in the atmosphere and get to meet all these amazing ladies and and hopefully enjoy some good weather. It might rain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It looks like tomorrow, Friday might be a little rough, but Saturday and Sunday look really good. So fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's great. All right. Any other uh, things you want to share with us? Any shout outs? Shout out to my sponsor, Wolfpack Disc. Um, That's also a Michigan company that is trying to grow a little bit, but shout out to Wolfpack. Yeah. How? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Is that a requirement with their shout outs? Because that would make me really happy. Um, it's not a requirement. <laughs> he actually has no idea that I even volunteered to do that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just like the howling. I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck kind to of you. our go-to on the course. <laughs> there you go. I love it. All right. Best of luck to you today in doubles and for the rest of the weekend at the tournament. Thank you so much. Joining me now is Sarah Brown. She's a player from Wisconsin competing in the novice women's division. And this is your first U.S. women's. Is that correct? Yes, my first major. Oh, that's fantastic. So what first got you into disc golf? Tell us about your disc golf story. 
So I actually got into disc golf because I was dating a disc golfer, and it seems like when that happens, you end up playing at some point. But uh, what neither of us saw coming was that I loved it so much that I started going out without him almost immediately. I think some people stop at the date activity part of it, but I went out and I bought discs from my local store. I went out by myself and I played a solo round almost immediately after. And I met some uh, pros out on the course that were really excited to see someone playing by themselves and they gave me some more discs and it kind of been uh, downhill from there. That's awesome. So how long have you been playing now? Uh, this is my third season, so I think I've been playing for about two and a half years. Awesome. That's great. So what are you most looking forward to this week at being your first major and this big all-women's event? I think uh, I'm really looking forward to both playing with a bunch of new people who are kind of at my skill level, because in the novice division, I'm like square in the middle as far as reading. So I should be with a lot of people that are really close to my level. But um, in Wisconsin, I feel like I know like 80% of the the women that play tournaments. So I'm really looking forward to meeting some new people that are of my level from different areas of the country. And I think besides that, I'm also looking forward to kind of getting to see some of the FPO players that I watch on Jomez. It's kind of cool to see them in in real life. Um, I think my my big hope for the weekend is to win the raffle and get to play doubles with one of them for the Skins match on Sunday. Yeah, totally. That's really great. So tell us a little bit more about your experience with Wisconsin women's disc golf. We've, you know, talked to some people from Wisconsin this season on the podcast, but I know there is um, a good deal going on there though. Like you said, you know, we all end up playing with kind of the same people every weekend right now in our local areas. Yeah. So I feel like Wisconsin in particular, Madison, where I'm from is really great for women's disc yeah. golf. Uh, we have uh, the disc on ladies league, which right. I think you guys have, chapter out in Michigan, but we have several chapters in different Wisconsin cities. And uh, the whole point of Discon Ladies League is to have sort of a weekly league where you don't necessarily have to keep score or be competitive. You can just get out and play around with other women of all skill levels. So that was kind of how I got involved in Madison, my first mm-hmm. season with women's disc golf. And also um, Jenny out of Milwaukee right. runs the Ladies First Disc Golf store, and she runs a lot of female-only tournaments like the um, Sparkle Open. She helps organize the Wisco Disco. Um, She was the person that ran the uh, Southern Wisconsin Women's Global event this year. So she's very active in getting a bunch of women-friendly tournaments, um, especially for people that might be a little Mm -hmm. bit more, I don't know, uh, cautious about playing mixed tournaments maybe because they don't have the experience. Um, My first tournament was a women's only tournament and yeah. that was a great way to kind of yeah. get into the tournament scene. You are currently in route to Michigan. Have you played these courses before? I've never played uh, I think any Michigan courses before. Oh, I've really limited my disc golf experience to Wisconsin so that's another really exciting part about this trip. I'm excited to do my first yeah. uh, first Michigan disc golf experience. Yeah definitely that's great. So are you going to get a chance to practice the courses or are you just going to jump right in tomorrow? I'm hoping that I can make it this afternoon in time to play the dynamic doubles. Fantastic. I have another friend driving out from Wisconsin right okay. now. We're yeah, yeah. kind of trying to rush out there to get yeah. in there in time before it closes in, I think, like an hour and a half. Yeah. But uh, if we miss it, I'm sure we'll go out and at least play a couple holes. I've heard really good things about the courses. Yeah, yeah, me too. So do you have any 
anything else you'd like to share with us? Any shout outs? Uh, just a general shout out to uh, Discount Ladies League and Madison Discolpers. Fantastic. Well, please drive safe. Best of luck to you and enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Have a great day. is FPO player Michelle Fraser. And Michelle, I was doing a little bit of research on you online, and you actually have a really neat history uh, with the U.S. Women's Tournament. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, so the 2004 Women's Nationals in Peoria, Illinois, was my first PDGA tournament ever. I was 12 years old and was excited that I finished second to last, that I actually (laughs) beat someone. That was a very big deal to me at the time. So me and my family played Women's Nationals for four years in Peoria, and it was really fun for me as I grew as a disc golfer, had a lot of fun playing with other junior girls, And since the junior girls would be pooled at the end of the course, we always got to watch the top pros on hole one. We'd always back up to them. And we were in awe of the top pros at the time. And it was just a really fun experience. Yeah, that's so cool. So um, how many, like what uh, number tournament is this for you in terms of USWDGC? Let's see, we played four back in Peoria. And then I played, this is my fourth year in a row now. So this is my eighth women's nationals. That's really, really neat. That's so cool. Before we kind of get into the round today, we're talking on Friday. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what got you into disc golf? You mentioned playing with your family. Yeah, so I'm the middle of three girls and my parents and my sisters and I all started playing probably when I was about nine um, at a state park we were camping at in Indiana. We found a course we started playing with just our beach frisbees and then we saw people with real discs and then we heard about tournaments and we just as a family got hooked really fast. And it was something really fun that for our whole family to do together growing up when we'd go on vacation together, we'd play disc golf and we started timing our big family summer vacations around the world championships. So it was a really fun thing we did together for years. Oh, that's so neat. That's really great. So you're originally from Indiana, but I believe you're Mm -hmm. um, in school right now. Is that correct at Princeton? Yes, I'm a grad student at Princeton. I go to school in New Jersey, though I live in eastern Pennsylvania. So cool. And I saw on Facebook, you're kind of doing a little mini tour right now while you can fit it in. What school (laughs) is that, right? Yeah. So I've been, I try to play um, 10 tournaments a year as part uh, yeah. of, with my sponsorship with Millennium yeah. and just the way the schedule worked out for me this year I'm playing five within six weeks nice. <laughs> so I'm calling it my mini tour. <laughs> That's so cool I love it. All right so let's talk about uh, today's round out there. Uh, it looked like it was pretty windy is that true? It was crazy windy and the wind would change directions from when I, and I would tee first, it would be one way, and then the next person would be another way. Sometimes it would change directions after you threw. I'm talking about like 180 degrees change. Crazy. So it was hard to predict, um, but it was very, it did make it kind of relaxing for the first round. It was hard to get too serious and nervous sure. when <laughs> it's just crazy windy. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> good point. That's funny. Uh, awesome. What else can you tell us about today's round? You were playing the lawn um, pins on the, the more wooded course. Is that correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the more wooded chorus, um, it's really like the back nine that's very tight wood. Okay. And that's where it kind of plays along the river a little. Yeah. Um, and the front is technical, but I wouldn't call it like wooded. Okay. Um, so the wind came into play a lot more on the front. Um, and then the back was very difficult today with being wooded, a little bit of wind, and then first round nerve. Right. <laughs> it was it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lovely course. Yeah. And I was really enjoyed playing it, but I'm looking forward to a second chance, even though that'll be on the short. Sure. And uh, did you get a chance to play or practice on the, the other course, the Renegade Trail one? I did. And actually, a funny story with that is yesterday, um, Paige Pierce and Zoe Andyke yeah. ran a doubles tournament. Yes. And so that was the short on Renegades was what they did for doubles. Okay. And my sister Rebecca and I played yeah. doubles together and we actually shot really hot and ended. So I'm really comfortable with that course, awesome. but we ended up tied for first. And so yesterday, oh, wow. today, after our round, we had a playoff oh, against Paige no. <laughs> Pierce and Tina Oakley. Oh, wow. um, we lost, so we came in second, but yeah. we were really excited and that was a really fun way to end the day today. Oh man, how cool is that? And did I see online? It was so fun. That's awesome. Did I see online correctly that um, yesterday you had a card with uh, Vanessa Van Dyken and Katrina Allen? Was that who you played Yeah, yesterday? we did. Yeah. That made it fun. That doubles round was a blast. Right and then I got to play with Vanessa again today. She's one oh, of the yeah, sweetest yeah. people to play with. That's great. So I've just had a really fun event so far, even though, honestly, my round today I played pretty bad. Well, you're, you could have been worse. I saw worse. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, definitely could have been worse. Cool. All right. Well, I think you answered all the questions on my list, uh, including the ones about doubles. That looked so fun. Uh, do you have any shout outs, anything else that you'd like to share with us? Um, two shout outs. Um, one is my sponsor, Millennium Disc Golf. I love um, their discs and the fact that I can count on their dependability even when I don't get to play that much. And a shout out to South Jersey Disc Golf. They're my club and my friends that are cheering for me from afar. And I guess I add one third shout out. My family has always supported me in disc golf so much. And my mom and sister are here on this trip with me and we're having a blast. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of fun. Enjoy the next two days. Best of luck to you. And thanks again so much for taking some time to speak with me. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. With me now is Amanda Thompson. She's a player from Illinois competing in the rec division. And we're talking on Friday after the first round. So, Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about your disc golf journey and what got you into disc golf? Oh, golly. Okay. So, my husband, um, back when, before he was my husband, he has played golf for years, like years before I met him and stuff. Always into sports. So, we started throwing with, like, aerobee frisbees just for fun. And he kind of, like in his head made up disc golf a little bit like oh let's all both just try to throw to this tree and then this (laughs) and then it kind of trickled into media in our lives and stuff and we picked up one of those horrible sets at walmart (laughs) and went to carbondale and tried to play and we're like how do people do this in fourth throws and like just crazy stuff (laughs) like that and it wasn't until we moved to like bloomington indiana 
And the club there is just incredible. Like, I mean, so put together. It was amazing for a first experience, especially for him. And he started playing then. And pretty much I was like, you know what? I want to commit some time to this. And uh, in 2016, in June, I was like, I'm going to do this. And it's been about, it's been over two years. And we've been putting in maybe about on average three to four rounds a week. Yeah. Here and there having to miss some days. But ever since then, we try to play around three times a week. (laughs) That's great. And people can find your disc golf journey on Facebook and Instagram uh, under HeiserCat, right? Yes, HeiserCat and HeiserCat.com. It's mostly about me for now. However, I really would love more women to get involved and to really start growing women's disc golf, like adult women's disc golf. That's what I want to do. I want to get more adult women out there now. Absolutely. So are you in, do you live in Indiana now or do you still live in Illinois? We still live in that. Oh, well, we moved back to Illinois, oh, okay, and gotcha. the Carbondale Community Disc Club, okay. Disc Golf Club, had been started um, by this family in Carbondale, the Phillips, and they. It's free. They want all beginners to play. They just ask you to play once a month. It's every Sunday, all year round at one o'clock. So we've been teaming up with them and trying to grow our little club and the courses in the area because. Really, where we live, we call it a disc golf dead zone. Like sure, right. all tournaments are like an hour and a half away minimum. Gotcha. Courses for us, we have to travel like thirty minutes or more to get to any sort yeah. of course, and there's only three in that distance. Oh, so, yeah. Cool. Well, sounds like you guys are planting some good seeds, and hopefully, can get some more stuff going there. Um, so let's talk a little, yeah, it grows like every month. (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. So let's talk a little bit about your round today. I'm gathering that kind of a big part of the story of, um, round one was the wind. Was that the case for you? Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, I guess all week it had been really nice weather. Uh, we got in yesterday or Wednesday night. And we're practicing yesterday, and it was really rainy and had some wind. But, yeah, I mean, the gusts were insane. Like, yeah. I think – I don't think anyone was safe from that. Right. <laughs> um, so how do you like the courses? Have you played these courses before? Were they new to you getting there? New to me, definitely. Uh, and I – they were beautiful. Like, everyone – Come and pay whatever money they ask you to pay to play these courses because they are well-maintained and, like, short pins, yeah, the distances may be short, but that doesn't mean they're gimmies by any reason or means. And then the long pins, I I couldn't even imagine having to play the long (laughs) pins right now. So props to the pros who are playing them because some of them I was like, that's where yeah it's gorgeous courses and even in the rain and Mm -hmm. the people there like they were out there all day leaf blowing and handing out water and all sorts of stuff like the people really take care of them that's great Uh, so what are you most looking forward to this weekend i am looking forward to just meeting as many women disc golfers as I can. Like today during the players meeting and the picture and stuff, it was just so awesome. Like you could just feel it. Like everyone was pumped and excited and 
I saw women reuniting after not seeing each other for like 10 plus years and things like that. And it was just like getting together and having, I mean, I'm used to being excited when there's a full women's card in a tournament (laughs) and then to come here where there's like the, you know, one of the largest showings of U.S. women's disc golf championships they've had. And yeah. Yeah. And Erin Oakley, I mean, she, it was just, incredible it's just been awesome like everyone's been so nice and like it's like everyone's your best friend almost yeah that's wonderful all right that's great uh anything else you want to share with us any shout outs um mostly shout out to Aaron Oakley and the TDs and the staff at the course because it the experience has been just like smooth and seamless like there hasn't At least on the, they might be crazy behind the scenes, but from the players' perspective, everything has gone better than anticipated, and everyone's been so receptive and stuff, and just support women's disc golf. And, you know, if you're a guy listening to this, like, you want to know what to do with those lightweight frisbees you might get in your players' packs, like, hand them to a chick here and there and see what they can do with them, because they might surprise you. That's great. Well, that's all wonderful. Thank you so much for taking some time uh, to speak with me and best of luck to you the rest of this weekend and continue to enjoy it. As far as I know, the weather's supposed to get a lot better the next couple of days. So I hear that. Fingers crossed because you never know what the Internet says. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you for what. Thank you for Ladies of the Chains. It's like awesome. Exactly what the disc golf world needed. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, keep doing the work. That's fantastic. Awesome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Madison Walker, congratulations on a very long and exciting day of disc golf. (laughs) It was very long. Right? 42 holes in one day. That is so much golf. How did that feel for you? Um, it's definitely more of a marathon than I'm used to playing. Sure. Um, but this week I practiced usually two rounds a day. So I was feeling a, a little bit more prepared because I was, I was practicing, um, I feel like getting my stamina up. So I, I actually felt pretty good at the end of the day, but I'm not going to lie. I was starving. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So what do you feel was kind of key to your success on the course today, uh, particularly the, the river's edge course where you had the, the hot round today? Um, I think it was the first round I, I battled a little bit with my men, my own mental game. Sure. So the second round I made a pretty conscious effort to try to stay positive and not whine at all. Sure. <laughs> so I kind of stuck to my game plan of no whining allowed, which, which also translates into not not holding on to your previous shots and not looking back at them, yeah. only like focusing on your current shots. So I kind of stuck to that. And then also on the putting screen, I had a really awesome Bonnie Raitt song stuck in my head. So <laughs> I want to thank Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Uh, so how do you feel about these courses? Um, they're interesting. They're sometimes with the uh, United States women's, the courses that we play on, um, are not necessarily what you would expect uh, for a major quality course. Um, the two rounds we played today were short layouts on the we have we play like a more wide open course and a more wooded course. Right. And the two two courses that we played today were the short pins. Right. Um, so there are definitely a lot of birdies out there, but they're not necessarily 
um, easy, I would say. Yeah. Obviously, there wasn't that many out there. Um, but, yeah, so it, it, it's all about just trying to keep it in the fairway, and sometimes you just kind of got to hope for a little bit of luck. Um, I definitely had some friendly kicks that round. Um, I also had some really mean ones, but sure. it's kind of the style of that course. It's sort of throw and throw at a really narrow gap and hope maybe it goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So what is your plan of attack going in uh, to tomorrow, playing the Renegades trail course back on the lawn pins? Um, I actually, that was my favorite course whenever I practiced um, the long, the longer course that's yeah. open. Um, which is not normally the type of course I like, but I feel like out of the four layouts we played, it's the, the truest disc golf course. Cool. Um, it's going to reward good shots and punish bad ones, and that's that's what we like in a disc golf course. Yeah. Um, it's got some really nice distance, and I'm excited to kind of open up. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be windy. That would be the only thing that could make right. it really difficult. But other than that, it's just going to be going to be all about biting off distance and and you know keeping it in the fairway. Awesome. And can you talk maybe just quickly a little bit about the vibe at U.S. Women's and the significance of this tournament? Um, I, I'm not 100% what they're going for, but I, I feel like generally with a women's event, what you want to go for is a friendly, welcoming vibe. Yeah. Um, a big thing in disc golf is that we're trying to get more women out there, and the best way to do that is to make them feel welcome and warm and excited while they're there and make them want to come back for more, even when it's not a women's event. So um, I think that they're definitely doing a good job of that. There's so many women on the course, everyone's smiling. Everyone seems to be happy. Uh, They provided us lunch. So we all got to stay and hang out on the course in the middle of the day, which is cool. And instead of, you know, scrambling around. Um, So yeah, I would, I would say just keeping everything a little bit more low-key and not as intense because as women, I feel like we don't have maybe necessarily as strong of a competitive drive. Sure. And we're more out there, a lot of us are out there to enjoy ourselves. And then as, obviously as a professional, we're, we're competing as yeah. well. But for okay. everyone else, it's, it's about enjoying yourselves and truly wanting to be there. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. With me now is Ava Meyer. She's a junior from here in Kansas City and was the youngest competitor at this year's USWDGC. Ava, how are you doing? Good. How was your first USWDGC? It was really good. I I made a lot of new friends and I liked seeing Saturn Park in Michigan. Yeah. That's great. And what did you think of the courses? Um, they were actually really good. My favorite of the two courses was Renegade Trails. Yeah. And I thought they were all well-maintained and they were easy to get to each hole. Cool. And you had a really long day on Saturday. Is 42 holes the most disc golf you've ever played in one day? Yes. Yeah. How did you feel after all that? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> but she made it through, and that is awesome. What would you say was your favorite part of the weekend? Um, hole two under the edge. There are these two big toboggan ones that down both sides. Yeah. And you threw your disc down the big toboggan run hill, 
and there was a hanging basket under a bridge, and yeah. that's where you threw to. Yeah, I saw I saw that uh, picture of that hole online. That looked really neat. And did you get to hang out with any of the pros? Yes, I got to hang out with a lot of the pros. I got to hang out with Katrina Allen, Paige Pierce, Paige Bjorkis, Tina Oakley, and Sarah Holcomb. That's awesome. And was that fun for you? Yeah, it was really fun. And you've gotten to play with uh, some of them before and some of the double matches, right? I think you've gotten to play a hole or two with Paige. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And did you go to the skins match? Did you get to play with anybody or did you get to see anything cool? Oh, we went to the skins match, but we didn't get pulled. Yeah. So you just got to watch. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us or any shout outs? Um, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Whalesat, for giving me a hand child. And I want to thank Kansas City for supporting me all the way. Awesome. Well, congratulations, Ava. You shot above your current rating in every okay. single round, which is fantastic. And we'll see you when you get back to Kansas City. Okay. See right. you. Bye. Bye. Paige Pierce, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me. Um, and congratulations on your USWDGC win. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. So since there wasn't any uh, U-Disc this weekend, we didn't really have access to any of the stats. Uh, so what do you feel was working for you and what was key to your success? Um, I think it was just, uh, I would say mostly my putting was finally on. Um, it's been struggling a lot lately, so um, I think I improved quite dramatically on the putting green. And just like executing the birdies, I've been, I'm pretty good at getting inside the circle, but... Um, yeah, not capitalizing from there. So I was able to get a lot of birdies this weekend and and uh, minimize my mistakes. And what was your game plan heading into that final round with just a one-stroke lead? Um, well, the past other three rounds, I had had like two terrible holes per round. And mm-hmm. so the final round, I just wanted to get rid of those and, yeah. and just keep it steady. And so I... Like I said, I didn't really have an issue getting birdies. The holes we were playing were quite short, so it was just more about like not messing up and so and just like kind of staying uh, under par quite a bit. And I did so. I I didn't have any um, double bogeys or anything like that. So um, that was pretty much my game plan, just to kind of stay away from the mistakes. And it was a really exciting final round. Uh, Holly was tied with you there for a while, and others were pushing. Were you paying attention to the scoreboard at all, or were you just focused on your game? Yeah, I was definitely looking at the scoreboard. I mean, anyone from the second card could have won as well, just because we were all within, you know, I think it was four strokes we were all within. So um, I was definitely looking at the scores, especially because I wasn't playing with some of the players that I thought had a had a chance at the at the title so I was definitely checking out the scores and then you know when Holly hit a huge putt on hole 10 from like probably 70 feet or Mm -hmm. so and yeah I really started looking at the scores and just realizing like I really need to get every birdie I can get out here because it's anyone's game basically yeah and what did you think of the courses and the format of the tournament I wasn't a huge fan of the courses yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, they were very short shots. I mean, almost every single hole, each of us had a putt, 
even if it was a bad drive. Um, right. It was like a putt off basically this weekend. Right. <laughs> um, because even even if you only got halfway to the hole, you had like a 70 foot jump of putt. Um, yeah. We played a lot of holes that were under 200 feet, and I personally did not like that at all. Yeah. And the format, we I mean, we played 84 holes over four rounds, and in in three days. So, um, luckily they were short holes. Otherwise that would have been just a little bit ridiculous, (laughs) the amount of holes we played, but, um, they were pretty, like I said, they were really short holes, so it wasn't a super issue, but I didn't enjoy the fact either that we had four different formats. It essentially made us learn four different courses. Right. And with that, do you think that we've kind of grown to the point where maybe we need a separate U.S. Women's Four Pros? Um, Vanessa Van Dyken had mentioned that she would love to have it be on the same course every year. Do you think we're at that point? Is that something you would want to do? Yeah, I completely agree as well. I was thinking that, you know, the men's, the U.S. CDC never moves. The right. tournament director doesn't change. The event doesn't nothing you know all of it is just so consistent and I think that's why it's such a great tournament and like very prestigious and the fact that U.S. women's every year like you don't even know where it's going to be or who's running it or what course you're on or anything like that I think it kind of lacks a little bit of the prestige and certainty in in what you're going to play so I think I completely agree with her in that I wish it was kind of just in one location yeah So one last fun question. Congrats on your doubles win with Tina. I cannot wait to watch the coverage of that. That was like my favorite watch of last year. So whose idea? (laughs) So I have to ask, whose idea were the rompers? Um, Tina's for sure. (laughs) We we played another um, doubles tournament earlier this year called Whistler's Dubs, and we wore that there. And we had on like a different outfit that morning just you know dd shirt and normal hat and like what we usually wear but we both you know live in our vans and they were parked at the course and when we saw sarah and zoe wearing mario and luigi outfits we were like all right we could be a little silly so (laughs) we went and put the rompers on and yeah it was fun that's awesome well thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me hopefully we can have you back on the podcast soon yeah, no no worries. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's our show. My heartfelt thanks to Meg, Sarah, Michelle, Amanda, Madison, Eva, and Paige for taking some time to share with us. If you enjoy the show, if you'd be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on that helps people find the podcast. And we would always love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at ladiesofthechains at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram. Also, we do have that Patreon option. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, just go to patreon.com and search Ladies of the Chains or go to our website, ladiesofthechains.com and click on the support button. Thank you so much. And we'll see you back here in a few weeks on the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast.